I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hello, everybody. Long time no see, so I just wanted to kind of touch base with you guys. Um, so I know it's not the usual time that we live stream, but um, a bunch of stuff's happened over the past couple of weeks, so I want to try to get back um, and do a live stream for you uh, when I had the chance. Um, I know I don't announce these, so um, you know it's okay if nobody watches. I just wanted to try to uh, put something out there for you guys. Uh, so I want to kind of talk about something that kind of keeps resurfacing um, in the news, especially amongst uh, the wrestling community. So should the United States let folk style die, right? So this is uh, a debate that's been going on for a long time. Uh, what basically was happening is the United States uh, is the only country that really does a style that's called folk style. So um, folk style wrestling, and we do it on a large scale. Uh, this is the style that if you do high school wrestling uh, and collegiate wrestling, this is the style that you do. And or sometimes it's called scholastic wrestling uh, because scholastic, you think simply it means school, right? So uh, this style you're going to be doing in school. Um, and the rest of the world does freestyle, right? So that's what happens in the Olympics, different rule set, um, all that. So um, I think they, they are they are very different if you're if you're into the details of wrestling um i actually prefer folk style wrestling over freestyle wrestling i think it's much more realistic in a way where it's like uh, you're not going to you have to fight a little bit more right um all right hello thank you for uh making your comment so i'll get i'll get right back to your comment uh, in just a couple minutes um so um uh, so I, I think that, and, and so they both, both of these styles, freestyle and folk style, came from, uh, the, from catch wrestling, right? But what we have in folk style is more of these real techniques where you use to, uh, say, like, you would, you would use referee's position, right? And, and so that means when you're on hands and knees or, or sometimes in the grappling community, it's called, like, more like turtle, um, you know, so you would have this kind of mentality where you'd be going to hands and knees, you can you can do reversals, you can stand back up, right? So that's more characteristic of folk style. But in freestyle, you'll have that, what, what they call parterre, or basically you just, you flatten yourself out, you pancake yourself out, right? So, and then you wait for the ref uh, to stand you up, uh, or the other, uh, your opponent will try to, you know, either wrap your legs up into a leg lace technique and try to roll you over because uh, you get a lot of points if you roll one person over enough times and you win the match or they'll try to uh, do a gut wrench so they'll try to 
get a nice uh, hold around your waist, and then again, roll you over until they win, right? So that's not necessarily uh, a way to win in folk style. Um, so um, I personally think it would be a shame, or I think what if, if we got rid of folk style, uh, because that, that is the argument, right? Since the world is doing freestyle, uh, there are some proponents for freestyle in the United States that are trying to say, well, let's just completely abandon folk style, right? But, you know, I think it's easy to argue that a lot of these American, they're like MMA champs and stuff, uh, they, they spend a lot of time doing uh, folk style wrestling, right? So um, that's, that's why they, I think there's value in folk style, uh, so I don't think it should necessarily die, but if the United States wants to then uh, be more competitive in freestyle, even though we are, you know, very competitive in freestyle, you know, um, especially our men's team, uh, the women's, uh, we have a, a few really, really good standouts, right? But yeah, the women's freestyles is getting really dominated by other countries, in particular Japan, and actually China's moving up. Um, uh, you know, really moving up the ranks there, really dominating. Um, so there, there is that argument. If, if we want to win those gold medals, right, then we should abandon folk style. But the thing is, if you look back in our history, this type of mentality is what really uh, contributed to the decline in catch wrestling. So besides the pro style, so if you leave out the pro wrestling aspect from it, then you will have the the whole mentality of the Olympics when they started doing the modern day Olympics again and they added what was called at, at that time amateur catches catch can wrestling they, when they when they removed the submissions and, and stuff from uh, amateur catches catch can right to the for the Olympics um, you did have people with that mentality where it's like they'll they'll compete in any rule set to get that gold medal so the thing is that Olympic gold medal is very valuable to many people around the world. And uh, I personally, uh, you know, sure, I would love to win one, but if as long as those remain valuable, I think a lot of people will have that push to eliminate folk style. And so folk style has the possibility to go the way of catch wrestling. I do believe folk style is one of the better foundational styles if you want to do well in catch wrestling um, because it's much more closer to uh, catch wrestling than freestyle is right so um, let's go ahead and hear some of your thoughts right uh, so the conophile right it's really let's see it's really ironic because the original olympics had wrestling and pancreation which was no holds barred yeah, I think um, it's, it had to maybe had to do a lot with the mentality at that time uh, when they restarted the the modern Olympics, right? And um, they wanted to try to uh, even create some kind of uh, homage to the the Greeks and the Romans. But the thing is, the style that they chose to to pay homage to them was French wrestling. So they took the French wrestling that was popular at that time and they renamed it to Greco-Roman, which also doesn't have uh, submission holds and, and stuff, and it's just like really an upper body kind of uh, suplex game, right? So um, very ironic how things develop over the years or thing, how things evolve over the years. 
Um, so, uh, and so even cat wrestling has that its evolution from a kind of a, a more aggressive style, or not sorry, aggressive style, but a little bit more of a, uh, like where they would add more kicks and stuff. Oh, when we actually want to kind of go over that in another talk uh, or in another live stream, because there's a lot of really cool catch wrestling um, history that we kind of want to go over and how catch wrestling, even though nowadays it has um, really, it, it's still very aggressive, but um, it, it evolved from something different, right? Okay, so let's see what Alec has to say. Folk is kind of stupid in the sense that in folk you can't body triangle or figure four. Yes. So if there, so one of the one of the original principles of folk style, right, is to kind of create a version that was safe for children to learn. So um, folk style. If you look at a lot of these um, old collegiate videos and pictures. They were still using like these the double wrist locks or um, uh, even like uh, key locks and stuff, but they were going for pins, right? So um, they still allowed a lot of these things. Even some were still held when they were still trying to figure out kind of a unified rules. You know, there were even some uh, collegiate matches that were held in rings as well, or even large uh, mats and stuff. So. Um, there was still in the early days like all this kind of like trying to figure out things and then uh, but then as the rules were kind of unified and um, and set then we had these other things like like you mentioned where yeah you can't uh, do figure four or yeah you can't do the figure four but you can't you also can't get that body lock so you can't uh, grasp two hands around the body right which again is legal in catch wrestling and um, it would be detrimental, but the thing is, so right now, catch wrestling doesn't doesn't have the clout as the uh, Olympics, right? So, or so that's why we still have this kind of push for the elimination of folk style. Uh, ultimately, I, my dream would be to, uh, if we had like uh, the amateur version of catch wrestling, where, or like the children's version, where we can teach them all these. Uh, like, you know, safer techniques, right? All the wrestling fundamental stuff, um, but, like, not have as many rules as folk style does, right? So you can still uh, get that body lock. You can still be using um, even some of these these holds to roll the person over to uh, get them to pin. You know, so you get two kids, you know, really focusing on the pin aspect. Um, a lot of the riding, right? So the leg rides and um, these other holds that, uh, are still uh, very safe and that, you know, like you were know, little kids wouldn't necessarily get injured so much. Um, so if you had that like children's version, um, that's a little bit more free, right, then they can easily transition to uh, catch wrestling. Uh, so whereas like folk style is still closer, but yeah, because of some of the rules that they've added over the years, then that's still what kind of separates it from catch wrestling. Still a, a, a great foundation, though. Uh, let's go ahead and get to more of your questions. I think you guys are commenting here. Uh, yeah, so Alec again uh, commented, yeah, I think Schultz broke some guy's arm uh, during the Olympics. Uh, yes. So it was, it was Dave Schultz, I believe, that uh, got that reversal. Uh, yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's why it's... Well, it's not necessarily that incident is why it was illegal, but it was. I think it was already 
So Robbie asked, do you think catch wrestling will die? Uh, personally, I, I believe it will always uh, kind of be with us, right, in some form or another. And so Catch Wrestling Alliance is really working towards uh, the preservation and uh, the repopularization of the style, right? I, I don't think that we necessarily need to be trying to, um, like, ally with USA Wrestling, right? I, I've, I've spoken with a lot of people who are closely involved with USA Wrestling, and they seem to be um, really, uh, like, really, they really care about freestyle, right? Also, you know, folk style or whatever, you know, they care about that kind of stuff, but it's really all about, like, the freestyle stuff. Um, so, in a way, it's like uh, they kind of got their mind set on something, and, uh, and they, even though uh, many of them might know about, like, Frank Gotch and Catch Wrestling History and all that, uh, right now, there, there's also some money to be made in freestyle. Um, uh, you know, you, we already have these, uh, like these international competitions. We also have like the club competitions that are international as well, um, that we compete against other countries and stuff like that in freestyle. Uh, so that's already kind of like, they already got a big thing going, so they don't necessarily seem too keen on, um, uh, anything else so much um so uh that's why we got to do it ourselves really so so with that being said then i always appreciate all you know whoever's watching and you know, i appreciate your support um in any way you can you know we also offer you know of course the the education stuff or we also have the channel memberships for this channel all that stuff is going into our uh, promotion but also for our events right so uh, we're working on uh, creating a network of places so we can have events quickly and easily, right? So we already we actually have that pretty much set up. So uh, just continue supporting us, and um, you know we'll, we'll keep on working on that. So let's go ahead and get back to some of your questions here. Um, let me see. So Alexander comments, uh, catch will continue to evolve and dare I say continue to grow. Um, I think it it, it will it, it is kind of growing. Actually, I've seen. Uh, throughout the years uh, with our, especially like since I've been pushing it a lot, um, we're having more and more people trying to get into it. Um, and so, but the thing is, uh, uh, I think we kind of, I talked about this when I interviewed uh, the, the jiu-jitsu champion, Angie. Um, she um, was talking about the whole evolution of catch wrestling or like should catch wrestling evolve and this and that. But the thing is, I think with regards to evolution of catch wrestling, uh, that actually means a regression to the original techniques because those ones really, really work, but a lot of them are not necessarily taught today. Like I saw someone comment on this other catch wrestling organization's video and uh, someone was saying about like, oh, the Americans are doing all this silly stuff. Uh, I didn't, and that's, I just saw the comment, I don't know, who commented that or whatever, but, um, yeah, it, if, if people are showing a lot of show holds or stuff that are, like, lower percentage moves or, or stuff that you don't you wouldn't even see uh, Farmer Burns doing, then uh, it's going to make us all look bad. And um, the thing is we've got to be really showing this real, legit wrestling. This is – catch wrestling uh, is legit wrestling, right? It, it is um, – it has all these – fundamental wrestling techniques, right? And what is 
the goal of that a lot of it's a lot of the goal of that is putting people on their backs right so um, or escaping when someone's trying to put you on your back right or if they take you down you know how to get out how to get a reversal this is uh, catch wrestling and then that's why a lot of times in some of my especially earlier technique videos that I put out I really focused on those techniques not so much the submissions because I think that's a lot of that's easy to learn I, a lot of people know the double wrist lock at least how to do a basic double wrist lock, right? So, you know, what you guys are calling Kimuras or whatever, right? So, um, uh, but what I don't see as much of is a lot of people uh, doing these wrestling techniques, doing a good sit-out and all that. So um, that's why, it, at least in my technique videos, I really focus on that. Okay, so, um, Laconophile... If a catch wrestler makes makes it big in the UFC again, I think it may get bigger, uh, like Hoist Gracie did with Jiu Jitsu. Um, that is a good possibility. Um, yeah, that's that remains to be seen. Um, I do think um, if we can show that catch wrestling is good, then I think people have to uh, admit that it is good. And so, an example of your point is that. Um, say in one championship in Asia, so it's like Asia's largest MMA organization for those who might not know. Um, uh, they have, of course, you know, they have men's and women's divisions and multiple weight divisions and stuff. So what's been happening over the years is that people are practitioners of Sanda, right? So Chinese, actually, I'm wearing a Sanda shirt. It's a practitioners of uh, Chinese kickboxing, which has wrestling incorporated into it. So there's a lot of wrestling style takedowns. Um, they're winning, you know, their their divisions, right? So some some Sanda champions um, in the men's divisions, and also some Sanda champions in uh, the women's divisions. So from their own, you know, all from different countries and whatnot, uh, but they're winning, right? So because they can already, they're already really good at striking, plus they're good at uh, uh, takedown defense, and they can they can take other people down, right? So that what what that led to was that. Um, one championship, they put out like a, a, a blog post or like a news post where they what they put out what they consider to be the top uh, style, the top martial arts styles for MMA, or at least the most effective styles. And so the top four were, uh, of course, you know, like wrestling um, and uh, jujitsu, of course, right. But then for the striking styles was Muay Thai and Sanda. So. Um, those were like the top four styles. And then they, they listed a few others, but yeah, number one, two, three, and four. Um, I think we can kind of, since they've mentioned wrestling, we can kind of uh, uh, infer that catch wrestling could be part of that. And I think it should be part of it because say like, if we talk about striking and then Muay Thai and Thanda, it's like, so you have Muay Thai, which does have some, what they call dumps, right? So you can sweep out some other, some, like kick out some, somebody's leg or this and that, but it's not quite as wrestling oriented as Sanda is, uh, where they'll have like suplexes and all that that they can do. And, um, and they have a lot of uh, catching kicks and stuff like that, which is different from, from Muay Thai. I, I kind of envision it now someone making the comment like, well, Muay Thai has some takedowns. It's not, it's, it's not exactly the same. Um, Sanda is more wrestling oriented, right? So, um, if we, so then if we, if we take wrestling, just like that, that word wrestling, and then if you have a wrestling style that not only has all these 
reversals, these sit-outs, you know, these takedowns and whatnot, uh, if you have uh, the wrestling style that is uh, cognizant and already incorporates the, the submission holds, right, or incorporates the control so that you can then strike somebody, right, try to get that TKO, right, then um, that should be the superior style where they then have to admit its effectiveness, right? So kind of like how Sanda is doing that. And actually, what, uh, this past weekend uh, in a UFC event, that guy, um, Muslim Sedelnikov, I believe, I'm, I'm sure I'm pronouncing his last name wrong, uh, but he was an international Sanda champion, and uh, he won. He did the bare minimum to win, I guess, but yeah, he was able to like catch this guy doing, this Brazilian fighter doing a back spinning kick, caught him and slammed him. Um, so, um, yeah, I think there's some validity in what you're saying with regards to whether or not we have, like, basically we have to kind of earn our respect in a way, and I, I, I guess Samba has, is doing that, right? All right, so let's see any other questions. So your favorite, Alec, is saying, uh, my, are your favorite techniques neck cranks, or are they asking if, if I have... Oh, yeah, what are my favorite neck cranks? Um, actually, I really do like uh, the the neck crank finish from what what is it commonly called the cow catcher, right? In England, it's called half halch, right? Um, so that's when you have the one underhook, right? So it's going through the arm and uh, around the back. Then you have the other arm under the chin, right? Or sometimes you can have it past the chin. doesn't matter. But when you throw them over, right, you can keep that that hand deep in there, right, then you can really crank the neck. So basically, by holding them really tightly there, uh, it ends up cranking their neck, and you can really get that, that good neck crank. That one, that one works like, I don't know, like way over 90% of the time to get a submission, right? So even, and so I'm, and I'm saying that not just because I, I roll and teach in catch wrestling, but I also roll at uh, jiu-jitsu gyms and stuff too, so, um, uh, it works everywhere I go, right? So, so um, let me see some of your other questions. So going back to an earlier one from Alec, right, I found that most of the best techniques are actually illegal in, in folk style, like full Nelsons, head scissors, certain mat returns that are deemed too dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and I think... Um, uh, that's that's why there's still that separation in the styles between uh, folk style and catch wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I still, we still have to say that that's still closer to catch wrestling than freestyle. Um, but yeah, yeah if, if we could, if we can all agree to have like the the the, the well, I wouldn't want to say children's version of of catch wrestling, you know, or like the safer version. Um, we can include a lot of these techniques. Full Nelson um, is still, I think that one would still be considered pretty dangerous, but I mean, I think it could still be taught and shown how to get out of or how to escape. Um, it's just because like a long time ago, there were a lot of people who damaged other people's necks using that technique. So that's why it still kind of has a, um, still has that stigma attached to it. All right, so... Um, all right, let me just go ahead, let's go ahead and see any more of your other questions.
Yeah, so thank you, Laconophile, for enjoying the videos. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Oh, and you, you trained with Billy Scott, who was trained by Billy Robinson. That's really good. Um, I was trained by Billy Robinson, too. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I had the privilege of going to train with him also in, in Arkansas, where he lived before he passed. That was really one of the best experiences that I had. Um, how can you find a place in Atlanta? Um, in Atlanta, I would say you're close enough if you want to try to make the, the, the road trip uh, to um, South Carolina. Go, go talk to John Strickland over there. Uh, he's teaching at a, at a gym. Um, I'm not sure of the, the name of the town, but um, it could be easily. Uh, South Carolina, I, um, really, he's the authority on the, the East Coast. You should really train with him if you have the chance. And, um, you know, maybe you can arrange something where it's like, uh, you know, you go every weekend or, or every other weekend or something like that. Go when you have the chance. Uh, especially right now, I don't know if uh, how things are going. L.A. just, or California just announced that uh, the gyms and stuff have to close. So, uh, you know, you're going to have more... You might have more time on your hands. I don't know what your state's doing. Um, so take advantage and uh, maybe try to go train. Um, yeah. As far as I understand, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a road trip, but uh, you, can, you can do it. It's worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know anybody there in Atlanta. Or I don't know of anybody. All right. Um, so if you are in Atlanta, though, again, might as well throw it out there that, yeah, we do have online uh, Tech Wrestling Alliance Academy courses uh, where, that you can learn like a lot of, basically you can learn catch wrestling online. And, you know, we have access, you have access to me. We, I can always answer your questions. I've been doing that a lot for the students. Um, so does anybody have other thoughts about folk style? Do you think we should ultimately get rid of folk style? It'd it just be sad to see it go. Um, I, I, I kind of prefer folk style over freestyle anyway, but I see how, like, you know, the, it's one of these things where it's like the whole world is, the rest of the world is doing it. So um, let's see here, like, you know, let's just switch over. Uh, we had, like, that one uh, famous wrestler, or well, at least well known, Aaron Pico. Um, he just focused on uh, freestyle and then he didn't, he decided to even not go to college for it. And then he later went to um, uh, Bellator to fight. Um, so, you know, we have we have all these different things because of because of that. So like Titan Mercury, the that wrestling school, um, they do, you know, really they they are one of the the teams that would compete in these international club freestyle tournaments. So they they're a big school. So. Um, and they, they had a lot of funding. I, I know they had a, I don't know if you guys follow it that much, uh, but I've met a lot of these people. So one of their uh, main people, I, I won't name the name, uh, but uh, the money man for Titan Mercury, um, you know, had some, some, had a run-in with the law in, in his past and all that. So um, they've had some changes there. But either way, uh, even from knowing these people, I know that there was a lot of money involved in international freestyle so uh, a lot of people want to be doing it right so if you can get on that, that level where you're competing in these world world competitions uh, there's a lot of prize money 
right? So I don't know if we're going to be seeing these types of, like USA Wrestling or these these clubs that are these well-moneyed clubs. Um, if they, you know, I don't know if they'd even care too much about about what we're doing. All right, so I think it's looking like my phone battery is dying, starting to kind of. Uh, look strange <laughs> so i think we're gonna have to call it a day here for for this one but go ahead and comment below uh continue commenting uh let me know what you'd, you'd like us to talk about um and so hope to see you soon hope you guys uh, find a way to train safe and not with uh, too many people all right so stay safe and healthy thanks